beautiful dream. Stopping the wheel. You're not the first person who's ever dreamt it. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Glad to hear everyone back safe and sound. A little bit of a break, but we're starting the week off strong. Uh, I am flying uh, sans Corey today, but that is okay because I brought a very special guest, Evan Glover. Welcome back, sir. Fifth time. Five Fifth time. time, man. Five time. Two, five times. What's going on? What's going on? How's, uh, how's life been? I know, I know the acting gig has been going well it, it, it yeah i two, two commercials in one week there you go that was fun that was back in january but it, it it's a different feeling when you book something in the beginning of the month because you i still you know and having two projects that week i mean you, you just feel you feel important it's like oh you're it's a uh, you're working you yeah. know and stuff so that's what's matter so i mean that's the important part right <laughs> yeah and then um uh, filming the indie film i was supposed to film last year they the production reached out another indie film for the festivals and they said that hey um the script is written for you and we're gonna see what we're gonna do in two months so i'm just like oh my gosh please <laughs> <laughs> fingers please, god yeah fingers crossed i mean like things yeah. things are gonna happen the way they're gonna happen yeah. so in our personal lives, we have a little bit of a tournament. I haven't talked a lot about it on the show, mm-hmm. but I do play the Dragon Ball Super Card game uh, pretty much religiously at this point. Go to a tournament every week like it's a big deal. The way you play it is amazing. Uh, we are going <laughs> to uh, Arlington has a very mm-hmm. own, um, the what is it called? Card Game Fest? Dragon Ball Card, card Game. Fest. Dragon Ball Card Fest. This is uh, both Dragon Ball and Digimon card game that I've talked previously about on the show. Yes. Uh, are both going to be there uh, starting tomorrow and then the day after also on Sunday. And, Evan, would you like to see what pro- role you are playing in said event? I will be commentating for the next um, two days. I'll be working with Eggman, who is a content creator in legend and dragon ball and the crit guy eric there you go that's super cool this is like we were we were talking about this off the show because we were just like so excited because like just individually we're so personally like amped about it because like i'm just a big i love tournaments like this and also this is like the biggest one i've been to in i mean since the pandemic started since probably like 2018 for dragon ball for anything oh for anything yeah yeah 2020 was supposed to be the the quote-unquote the year for for worlds and stuff um, with in-person events, because you know, 2019 was like the the set where you know, well, with the beginning, not the card when I say set, but like the beginning of a new era going in 2020, and of course, everything just just exploded, exploded, and it's like everybody was just they didn't have nothing to do. It it did suck, it sucked, especially not like looking at it back. It's like you were lucky to go to a locals. Yeah, and, was, I mean, like I mean, unfortunately, we even had like some shops around our town like closed down. Like it was a it was a tough time. And I feel bad for those people because, uh, you know, it's a lot of hard work that they have to Yeah, I mean, you, you work so hard to build up a, a you know, something, and then out, outside of your control, something just completely rolls through it, and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And you can't do nothing about it. That's the that's the crazy thing. So Right. But this is kind of a huge return to form. I mean, we're going into a massive event. Like, this is going to be so sick. This is going to be... It, 
it's so crazy because they haven't hit me yet. They haven't processed that this is happening yet. Like you, you don't want to go into expectations, you know? Yeah. And that's why I learned. I I've been learning that for the past year, a few months. Is just, you don't want to go into anything with expectations. You pray about it, and and you just you, you, you hope things go well. You hope things go well, and I think that's what I'm just doing. I I might I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know. I'm nervous. Not not in a sense of I'm scared. It's just. You got people watching, and it's like, okay, dang, well, all right, let's just see where we can go. Right, yeah. And, I mean, like, it's always important to, like, maintain positivity, but also, you know, you got a little bit, like, of the nerves there. Like, this is this is the first big tournament since, uh, I mean, like, even Worlds was online, so, like, it's hard to compare these events because it's like, oh, yeah, tons of people can compete. Yeah. But, like, nothing's going to, like, really solidify, like, you know, nothing nothing really feels that like that tournament energy, the amount of people in one's place all doing the same thing that they love. Like, it's yeah, yeah. It's it, it's crazy. It's electric. It's super fun. It's like a it's like a it, how can I explain it? It's like you're you're going into something with the expectations of trying to tell a story while telling a story. I mean you you, you go to you go there to win, but there are people who are gonna be going there with with moments that they're gonna remember. I mean Forever, like just knowing that. I mean, Car Fest is, is entertainment, and it, it's like acting. You, you're going to these, this creative world. You're not gonna get that on Monday. You're like, yeah, <laughs> you won't see that Tuesday. Are you gonna get it? So how was it? Yeah, that oh, was great. <laughs> it was great. I had a ton of fun. But these are gonna yeah. be like memories that are like hard solidified. Like, yeah, I can recall going to like one of my first big regionals that I ever played was for Vanguard. Oh yeah, and I oh, did yeah. that in a team with uh, Trenton and then our buddy Josh. We played in a team together. Like, it was my first big event in the thing. Like, I remember all the times I scrubbed out a game or, like, something crazy happened. Like, those memories are, like, stuck in my brain. And it's been, like, six years since then. It, it, it's it was weird like that. to think about. It was like that with Yu-Gi-Oh! I, um, I had a few, I guess, a few moments where oh, it was... Man, I remember doing these battles and stuff, and you could stay hype. But Dragon Ball has just been... <laughs> I mean, just just as a personal journey, like I feel like you've gone like on like an expedition. Like I remember when we first met and we started playing. You were my age when we started. Yeah, I'm 28 now. It's crazy. Don't look it though, but you know, I, I, I tell myself <laughs> that I do feel it. <laughs> but yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was five years ago. Yeah, and it's like it's insane to see like how far you've gone, how far like the people I know, and it's just such a such a weird different world but like it's all new and exciting still it's it's, it's weird because it's like you hear people go oh man I'm pushing 30 and oh, i'm gonna brace it and people go oh how does it feel and i mean i have to look at like you see johnny tool aka joku the big bro he's he's 30 and he just is just getting better from him. i mean it's just the age just a number so i think that you have to just i'm glad that i'm able to experience this though in my quote-unquote 20s and stuff. I mean, I never expect this. Right. Yeah. Part did, of I mean, shiny cardboard is part of my life. <laughs> did you Did you think that when you were when I was giving you your your coming soon Dragon Ball Super Goku that this was gonna be where you ended up? Um. No. No. I mean, you gave me cards back in 2017. I'll never forget this. You gave me cards back in 2017, and I remember I was begging you for it because I was watching the Dragon Ball Super. Car game. I'm trying to think. It was Dragon Ball Super Car Game anime, but it was between the not the T O P. It was the World Exhibition match between the brothers. 
Oh, the Bears and Champa U six versus U seven tournament. Or? Yeah, it was between that. Right, it was between that, and then it was the. Um, it's funny that you say that because that's in the set, like the Roma God set, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's iconic. It, I mean, they they knew what they were doing. I think it was the. Um, it was the set one and set two mm-hmm. set, obviously, but I think it was around that time. I just fell in love with Super. I don't know why. I just fell in love with the show. I mean, I mean, it's Dragon Ball. I fell in love with Super. And then I seen the cars. I just fell in love with it. And then seeing how you're driving all over Target to try to get them. You're trying to figure out, like, what's next. You're trying to figure out who's going to go. Pre-orders. Yeah, who's getting draft boxes. Who's doing this. Like, that was but such. I didn't expect it. I expected any of this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, look, this is this has been this has been a wild ride. And it's going to, I mean, it's still going. We still have the big event to even, like, this is all beforehand. <laughs> it's, it's crazy the process, too, because. Uh, so, basically, when Bandai, had, when Bandai called me and said, hey, we want you to do the, the SCR reveal with Joku. That was a big deal. Yeah, for, we had I had you on the show right I think right after you did that. Yeah, that was crazy. And that for them to say play TCG and Ben and I go, hey, we want you to commentate for Dragon Ball Super Card Fest with Eggman and, and the people who hired me for this are fans of my you know my positivity and community. They're like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm um I'm a I'm a fan of you. Um, would you mind being part of this 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 thing? And at first we went from having about seventy people and now we're like two hundred and sixty five people are participating content creators all over the world that's so cool and like this is yeah. this is such a big event too because there's so many content creators outside of just like not just like event like news but also that are just gonna be there just because they want to be here because this is this is the big tournament i think the big tournament at least of the of, of the first half of the year like at it, a minimum it's gonna be one that i i think because i'm just so blessed to be part of the dragon ball multiverse in a sense like i was watching the dragon ball battle hour mm-hmm. and you have all this stuff you have the dragon ball legends you got the Dokken battle you got uh fighter z figure arts figurines and it's just the dragon ball multiverse is just this this world like even with the 48 battle hour that they had in japan mm-hmm. they were they had the producers from bandai reveal cards and next to it was uh, the producers of Dragon Ball um, Heroes. Dragon Ball Heroes, she was revealing stuff. Was uh, she was promoting the, the new anime that, and stuff? And oh, I actually texted so Bandai cool. and I told him, I said, "Hey, would you mind?" I, I texted Bandai. I was like, "Hey, would you mind telling uh, you know the producer of Dragon Ball Heroes that she's doing a great job in Dragon Ball Heroes?" And come to find out, he was sitting right across from her in the <laughs> office. I was like, "Dana." That's so it's, cool. It's just such a small world, right? And like Rena, Rena, that's her name. Rena. Okay. Her name is Rena. All right. So she produced Dragon Ball Heroes. So. That's awesome. I mean, like that's such a cool universe. Like I remember that I watched the trailer where they revealed the the Super Saiyan God Trunks. Mm. Lost my mind. I was blown away. Like I'm a, like I'm such a big hater. Like I always say like, oh, I play Dragon Ball Super. I love Dragon Ball Super. But I'm, I play like Android 16. I'm like a Z fan hardcore. I'm like. Man, super whatever, dog. And then I'm yeah. sitting here like, oh, dude, that was the coolest thing I've seen. No, in it's <laughs> it. You, but you do well with 16. But you know what? It. I remember when they had the clip of the the dark. I think it's called a Dark Empire. Yeah, 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 right. And then the first time you see SS4 Vegito, Vegito, and Super Saiyan God Trunks. Uh, Bandai was telling me that they actually get ideas from the heroes. They go to their area and get ideas and then they apply those ideas to cards and and stuff so it's really cool that they're doing that and i and i think it's 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 like you you cling on to a card that you like the most awaken power and then you try to adapt to the bigger stuff yeah you, you, you want to adapt to everything that you play i mean I, I guess that's the competitive 
mindset being on my team. Yeah, look, look, you know, we all want to be good at a game, but we also have things that we just like. We just like it. Like, <sighs> I like if sixteen was bad, I'd still play. It's why I still play like my Jiren decks. They're not. Are they good in the meta? But you're a good pilot, no. though. Yeah, but I mean, like a skill skill set aside, like. I would still play those decks even if I even if they weren't good. Like, yeah, I mean you're a good pilot. I mean you're a great pilot actually. I really but, appreciate that. Yeah, well, I mean you, you play sixteen like you know how to play it, and you know how to, have, you know how to cope with the, the, the. There was a guy that actually I'm this, I'm so happy that I actually have this message because this actually makes me think about this. I I, I am a huge candidate on the the, the pilot of the deck. I I'm, I believe that if the pilot operates the deck. Then it's going to open up crazy scenarios in your in your state of play, right? Mm-hmm. In your game state. So the guy messages me. He's like, "Hey man, I want to see some deck strategies on Invoker," and I'm like, "Hey, check out! I, I did a um, I was in game one at the Galaxy uh, two or three weeks ago. So just uh, whenever you get a chance, this should be the first video. And I'm going against uh Milton who plays. Uh, he played um AOD." Mm-hmm aggroing me like crazy swinging at me with the one drop bobbity just just hitting me i survived with one life and um and i end up apexing him on turn oh. five yeah but oh. and he goes and he messaged me he goes hey just saw that round one match man what a master class you put on bro wow the patience and composure you showed throughout that match against an aggro deck which is our kryptonite i've definitely learned a lot watching that game now you, you of course you don't think about these things when you play you're just Trying to be as competitive as possible. Yeah, in, you're, in, you're in the game. moment. You're thinking. You're yeah, but composing but yourself. those results of people saying stuff like that, it I, it is it is a confidence boost because okay, it, it has to be the pilot and how the pilot plays. Mm-hmm. You know, Nick played Finn yesterday, who's a, my teammate and team race. Shout out to y'all. Um, Nick played Finn and was three zero against U seven Goku until he fought his our own teammate Ryan, and then he got seventh place. But he was undefeated. For three whole rounds. I mean, that's crazy. And then if we had 53 people watching and had fans of Finn just watching Finn do his thing. And he put in the work. I mean, he stole the Brawly SCR. That's crazy. You know, the Great Destroyer. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, that card's crazy. You know, he took control of it and stuff. But it, it just shows the capacity of it. Well, like, in the, you know, underrated decks can perform well. Um, I mean, like, 16 was a dark horse up until Nationals where it really put themselves on the map getting second place. Like no one, no one was even crazy, like yeah. he wasn't even in the conversation. People are like Cell Surge, you know, Yellow Icarus, and then like um, uh, what was the other deck that people were playing around the time? Blue Solar, like uh, Blue Yellow Soul Strike. Blue Yellow, uh, yeah, that deck is beautiful. Yeah, that deck is so fun. By the way, I know Joku played at Nats. Um, that deck is that yeah. Deck so is like gorgeous. those are those are those are decks that people were you know playing. Oh, and Xeno Gogeta. Xeno Gogeta. That was the other one. Um, like those are decks that people were like, all right, I'm gonna see this. And then no one expects here comes 16 bolt out of the blue. And you're just like, what is this? But you know what, though? There, I heard that the Hill Twins do, do this. And players had discussed that the Hill Twins will build every single deck and play against every single deck. Mm-hmm. Like, religiously play against it. Um, I, I'll send this to Eric Hill so he can listen to it. But um, they they play against every single deck, from what I was told. And he'll text me if, if I'm wrong. But if, and if they are doing that, that's an amazing thing. But... I'm pretty sure. I mean, Andrew Duvall. I mean, it's you know he's a goat, but um, but to see a sixteen, to see Andrew sixteen come in place like that and still body, that means that that was who who played Andrew sixteen? Was oh, it? Oh, I'm gonna forget his name right now. Andrew played Zeno Gogeta. Yeah. All right, but the, oh, 
Jared was it Jared Lopez? I think so. I oh, think. did he play Icarus? I'll, I'll look it up. You can keep talking about it. <laughs> oh, okay. But just to see that deck come in place means that that person did his work. That person did the job. He knew right away that okay, I'm going to be coming to this game playing this. Yeah, and like he's gonna he's gonna put something that a lot of people weren't even expecting. Um, sixteen was such a like I played the deck for, I mean months before then. Um, but it really opened my eyes to like different builds of the deck because I was yeah I, I was experimenting so hard that like I had lost focus of like why the deck was good, and I was I was missing I was just missing a whole lot of uh, different things, but it was such a it was such a breath of fresh air because it was so different from everything that had been playing at the tournament that far. I mean, just seeing Zeno Gogeta this, Zeno Gogeta that, Zeno this, and like that deck was good and it was that deck is crazy. great. It's still good. That deck is crazy strong. It's crazy strong. It's and it's still and the thing is that it's still good. It's still playable. The deck is real. You know what? This I might get heat for this, but I'm happy. It, it I don't know. It gives you a certain confidence with the new Ray U7 engine because you shut stuff off. But that I'm, deck is that deck is insane too. By the way, if that deck is played. highly insane. Uh, but Jared Lopez, that's who it was. Jared, okay, it was. Yeah, you were right. Jared played Lopez. Did play in 16? Yep. Jared. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but okay. So back, I, I I'll say this then. Seeing how he was able to play that deck, I mean, he did a lot of playtesting, obviously, mm-hmm. against every matchup. Like, regardless if it was against Xeno Gogeta or Sen Shinron or even... even yeah, the, um, things, the things that you were expecting, Xeno Gogeta, South Surge. Icarus, Icarus, he knew Cell that, Surge. He Man, knew that deck. I love, I love playing against Cell Surge at 16 because it's not only like... Not only is it a, just a good matchup, it's just it feels just like... You're just like, ah, oh, here's the anime moment we never got... When he's yeah. like throwing cell through the ground and like oh, blowing yeah, him up he, with hell blast him. Well, it makes you think about the the impact of what like it, I, I Bandai told me there's only ten of them that that were only it's eleven of them I think it's a small it's a small group of people, but it makes me wonder what were they doing in the office? I mean, yeah, they're gonna make mistakes on cars. We are we are human, but to see that when they made these cars based on a show. And then the, the the steps and the the counterparts, the battles, and then and then still making it to where there's like little hints and clues on how to make a deck adjust, mm-hmm. right? Like for example, before I played Apex and Invoker, I played Awakening Power, so I knew in my mind right away, oh, let me just burn you and I'll be okay, right? Boo Unison becomes more of a threat. You need Apex, right? There's like little puzzles you fill in, but with Android sixteen. You know, I mean, you get the combo from your, your drop area. Yeah. That's, you get the, one, you get the user super combo twice. You know, Android 18, oh, well, of course you don't get the auto, but still, you get the combo from it. Yeah, you're you're getting 10k every single turn for no Which, cost, for, for nothing. For nothing. That's a, that's very creative. I mean, because you look at, you look at set Soul Striker, oh, you're for life, awaken, yay, right? You look at Cell Surge, you're pitching cards. But... 16 to see every time you swing is let me gain my 10k and then you making your point to send cards to the bottom of their, of their deck is so stupid it's just it's such a it's such it's a, like a reference to sale yeah because you're you aren't losing that card it's just going to the bottom of the deck yeah and i just i, I love the fact that like like there's no way they were like all right we're gonna big brain obviously cell surge is gonna have a bad matchup into 16 exactly yeah or we're gonna <laughs> just sit there and go let's just hope for the best and yeah. see because those, I mean, those, I mean, those leaders were printed years apart from each other. But you know, Ben, I was happy when you saw the when they revealed the uh, Waking Power Gold Stamp uh, card. The, uh, no, it's a trophy. Um, <laughs> they, you could see the the joy on their faces that because one of them even said, "Oh, the, the this event was very diverse." 
So they reviewed it and saw it like, okay, it's not just going Zeno, Zeno, Zeno. Yeah, it was Icarus, 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 Sin, 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 Shenron, and then some guy goes Android sixteen. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> that worked. <laughs> we'll allow it. We'll allow it. That's fine. That's fine. This is okay with me. I mean, it's just really cool to see that people are still willing to innovate. That's why I'm so also so excited for. Um, uh, you get game. new stuff. You get a new cell Android card, right? Uh, no, I didn't put it in. I put in the uh, the new god, the Kusu from. I forget what oh yeah! Oh, oh, you right green. now? Yeah. Do you have an SPR one? Yeah, I have three of them. Oh, that card was good. <laughs> that card is that card is put in the work. It was, you know, it's funny. It was hype when it first came out at the national. Uh, was it? Was it world? No, it was Worlds. They revealed it at Worlds. I think so. Could they reveal Ultra Mastery? But that everyone was like, oh, that card is hype. But no one really didn't know what deck. Yeah, they're like, in. what are we gonna put it in though? It's blue green. Hey, going SS4 Vegeta after that. Night? <laughs> Run the dual attack one. Yeah, the dual attack one. I mean, but, like, it's been. I mean, like, and that's why I'm also excited to see at Game Fest because, like, yeah, oh uh, like, yeah, for sure. There's gonna be so many. Like, obviously, like people are gonna play U7 because it's the new deck. It's the new hotness. It's good. I'm gonna be playing that deck for a while, by the way. It's awesome. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't. It's actually, it's, it's just such a sick deck. Our buddy uh, Justin, like scrounged like to the edge of the earth to finish his deck he's so close to finishing it right before fest that it's like man he's put in the work to get it and now we're i can't wait to play against it it's going to be a lot of fun and there's going to be other decks that are going to be there that you're like you haven't seen in ages what's up night owls Corey dlg here wanted to make sure you guys know about the weekly schedule of the adventure begins comics games and more right up there at 525 woodland square suite 130 in conroe Every Monday, they're painting miniatures, and on Tuesday, they're rotating between Digimon or Dragon Ball. On Wednesday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! On Friday, they do casual Star Wars play of almost every type of game, including Legion and X-Wing Fighter, and of course, Magic the Gathering and Warhammer on Saturdays. Make sure to go to The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more, where all the nerds hang out. All right, nerds, let me tell you guys about a good friend of the show, an 11-year veteran who served in Iraq as a sniper, and then became one of the coolest jobs in the world, in 2008, he got licensed to be a private investigator, a bounty hunter. I'm talking about scorpioninvestigations.com. Everything from proof of infidelity to sweeping a home or business for bugs, microphones, cameras, bounty hunting, and even doing some bail bonds work, scorpioninvestigations.com is who you need to contact for your security needs and background checks. Scorpioninvestigations.com. Hey guys, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, just letting you know that your party is not complete unless you're using the Sincere Smiles Photo booth. Go to SincereSmilesPhoto.com and go ahead and make a reservation there for a photo booth to have at your party. It comes with all kinds of props and fun things. It can print or even make digital photos for you. And most importantly, if you mention the Nerd Thug Radio ad, you get an additional hour for free when making your reservation. SincereSmilesPhoto.com, the photo booth for your party. Oh, it's going to be that one guy that's going to play a... He's going to show up with Finn, or he's going to show up with Finn. Zamasu. Finn is Zamasu. Zamasu. Like, there's tons of different strategies that are like open and available. I can see Bojack making a comeback. I can see AOD doing super well. Like, <laughs> like there's so many there's so many decks that, Man. like... I'm waiting, I'm waiting on someone to die to, like... SS4 Gogeta from the anniversary box, the, the one that burns one. <laughs> I want that. Oh, you know what? I want to see someone play the Primal, the 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 Spardock. Although the, the Primal Rage, like, Primal Rage, that I like wanna, absolutely destroyed uh, Devolon's stream. That that was crazy. I think now, like, okay, you go, you look at your favorite deck. We're gonna have this event. You and your boys gonna be, oh snap! What you running, man? I'm gonna run this. Oh, we gotta play test it, right? So you're confident. 
because you're feeding off of that your teammates' play style. But for him to go out there and fight Andrew Duvall with that, I was like, Xenoverse, like, alternated just universe. catch him in like the sickest like pop pop ignore barrier and it's like oh no <laughs> bro you know what? well he played the ape and that ape showed a lot of damage man that showed that showed a lot of pressure it was it was just such a it was such a blow because it was something that people weren't playing again back to things of like cards people cards people aren't expecting <laughs> what deceit because that mass saying says you send it you send it to warp right you don't yeah get... or you just discard it one of the i think it's like warp from hand it's after it's using a combo you like send it to warp and you pop the card oh so you sent so it has two autos and mm-hmm because it has one to play itself, and it has, like, triple strike and dual attack. And it has one where it's, if it's used in a combo, you can warp it to pop something. In That's pretty one. broken. I mean, it's just, it's got two modes, especially in a deck like Gotenks, where you have a lot of space. You have a lot of things where you could, you have a lot of flex room where you're like, <laughs> I can do whatever scary. I want. It's That's, it's scary. It's strong. Because he went in, and that was, that was. Yeah, because he was like, I'm going to win this. I'm going to win this right here. Combo everything. And he's like, well, dang, it's crazy. <laughs> it all, and it also shows that it, they didn't just go for the route of. Like, oh, I'm just going to play Celzino or I'm just going to play whatever well, card that's good. Not d- that, but but not having, not for Bandai not being obligated to go rotation. Because that was a thing for a while. So for them to make a post yeah, saying, we, started doing, like, we never intended rotation and stuff, that I'm glad. It, it's, cause it was annoying to see everybody say that, you know. Just up. like, I mean, like, and even just like general hype. Because I mean, like, I remember when, when, when Zeno was on its tear before the, before the, uh, the ban list, people were like, this dick. This dick's unfair. We got to get rid of all these things, and it's, it's like it's still good. It's still good, but I mean, like, yeah, were they did they did not balance it perfectly well? Yeah, we all make mistakes, but like they fixed itself. That's what the ban list is for. I remember it stayed zero, and a few other content creators were under the impression that it was going to be uh, the six drop miraculous. <laughs> so how does that work? It, if, if you play a D Magic and then you win game, does the market? How does like that the market shoots up like that? Well, I mean, like some people just like some people buy it just because it's funny, and other people buy it just because like, like oh man, this is obviously the tech, and then they never play it, and then they have to sell it again. Like it's just well, the thing about markets that people don't understand is that you forget what controls the market. People, people are emotional. People get in their feelings. Like that's why things are gonna change. That makes so much sense. Cause it, 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 if yeah, that makes sense. Well, I mean, like sense. Android sixteen when it was coming out, those 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 super rares were like twenty dollars, and then like I was like, yeah, so I bought all of mine at like twenty dollars. They're like three dollars now. <laughs> three dollars. I was like, what's going on? But you know what? It. it but I, like, I don't feel cheated uh, because like no, I, think I played the deck for months at this point. Like. I, I got my enjoyment that, out of them. <laughs> like, I always ask if people are going to ever feel like they're they're like do they debate on what cards you know people will buy the card out but do they also want the artwork of the card right you get the raddest anniversary do you want that one or do you want the unison wearing raddest but let's get the one that the top tier player was getting yeah that one's going for fifty dollars a piece all right I'll take it like <laughs> I mean and some people some people just like the swag I mean I understand like it's, it's when, flex. like when I played when I played uh, like. Digimon, like I was like, man, I gotta get these. I gotta get these alternate. Man, these things be you fresh was as heck. All over that, that was crazy. You was. I was. I had so many, and I, like, I had did you to, sell them all? No, nah, I had to. I had to sell a bunch of them, but like for my main decks, I kept them because I'm like. But you did sell a lot of them. A lot oh, you of made them. a lot of money, huh? Yeah, I'm like, unfortunately, but I mean, like, I'm completing other people's collections. Like, I can't feel bad. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, they. It, I'm glad that Bandai is. Uh, I wonder if they're gonna bring back um, Naruto. In a sense, and like you know, One Piece is coming out, and oh, dude, I'm so excited for the One Piece you know card what? game, dude. I'm not a One Piece. I, I never got into the show. I 
I it's worth it, man. Your boy, your boy Joku would agree. Oh no, he, he's on it. No, he, he he he's on it. He's on it. But you you know what's really really wild is that I feel like it's taken them so long to get a card game. Like One Piece I, yeah, been around since the night. Like it's like it's the twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah, like, I will watch it. I know it's a thousand. I, I will have to watch it nine nine. Watch canon episodes only. I would not watch the whole. There's thing. no, there's no filler in the anime. There's no filler. No, it's like a thousand sixty-nine episodes or some ridiculous. Man, numbers. I don't know how they keep doing it. I, I respect. You know what? I respect the fact that they're going with it because I, I, I remember watching the Toriko One Piece and Dragon Ball crossover, mm. which was you know, that 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 was rock. I did see Toriko. Toriko is actually a beautiful anime. See now you got to complete the trio. You only got a thousand Man, episodes of One Piece. I know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I want to find a day. Like, <laughs> find a day to watch all no, 1,000 like episodes. Like a day? Because it's what, 365 days in a year? I would have to at least watch. I think you have to, like, carve out time. Like, it, even if you would watch, like, two episodes a day, it would still take you, like, two years to get up. It would take me two years. More than two years. To, more than two years. And, you know what? Probably when I'm, like, 50, I was, like, when I'm old and retired, I'd probably just go, let me go watch this One Piece. I'm going to go watch the now-finished One Piece. The now-finished One Piece. I'm. You know what, though? I, I hope that they make... The I hope the card game is successful because um I I mean I always felt like Luffy I mean Luffy reminds me of Goku I mean he is I mean Goku's a shonen of anime he's the Godfather of shonen right Luffy and Toriko are I mean you know look at the look at the, the crossover just like just like Luffy is trying to become the next pirate king Dragon Ball was the original pirate king yeah yeah <laughs> but Luffy is and even it's funny I enjoy I just watched some of Luffy's fight scenes with the oh uh, it's it's incredible he bro. He fight. I, like I said, I don't know the names, so I'm gonna disrespect the One Piece fan club. Don't worry. If you but just explain to me, I'll, I'll say their name. I don't, he I don't fought know a lot of the big looking dudes in Monster. Just that was this multiple clips I saw him, but he would go like the big cheetah guy, Lucci. He Rob fought. Lucci. He fought one. I can't remember even the. He fought a big dude with a hat on his head. He was a big old dude. Like he was just a big old like what? He oh, talks like this. Oars probably. But to see how he puts in work. I, I hope they take ideas from that and put into the card game. Oh, uh, dude, it's gonna be so sick! I'm so excited. They've already revealed like some of the sh- the structure decks, and I'm just like, oh. it comes out in Japan in what July? July, and then it's supposed yeah. to hit the the rest of the the world a little bit later this year. It's probably the end of the year. My guess is probably around Christmas time, October somewhere on there. To get some of that Christmas cash. Man, that's gonna be. You know, it's funny. It comes out right around tax season. Of course, <laughs> I get my tax season. How many boxes you buying? Hmm. Let me check. Uh, let me check my Bank of America real quick. Oh, um, but uh, no, it. I, I hope it goes well. I mean, Digimon is it. Digimon is great. I know. I know it has a lot of. I know people give it a lot of flack, but I mean, like, I love that game. It was. It died. I mean, it, it, I won't say it died. That's the wrong word. The hype of it went down, but it does a solid community, which is huge. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. But uh, Kyle, I'm gonna keep bringing up Bandai. I talk to him a lot. They were saying that every card game gonna have their own crew. So I mean. I, I I know from my life personally, I will definitely get back into Digimon. Well, like I'm I'm all like I'm all I'm all the way caught up. I have way too many Digimon decks for a game I don't play frequently enough. I I could just stick with Ancient Grey Mind. The hybrids hybrids are so good right now. You pick the best time to play. You I, pick the best time to be a. <laughs> but uh, a lot of my stuff is you know like with my team. A season four lover. <laughs> I love season. I, I still have the Goonie Mind figurine and Burning Grey Mind figurine. I, I uh, Goonie Mind's my favorite. Like like look at the look at the Emperor Grey Mind's um sword. Oh, the they have alt all art of has the, all the forms on it. They have all the forms of them. Uh, no, yeah, oh. they they have Aldermind. They have uh, 
the uh, the fusion of uh, the Beetle Mind and you know you have the Beowulf Mind, Beowulf, yeah, Beowulf, yeah, Beowulf Mind, whatever. But um, I'm just glad that they're making this stuff, which gives me inspiration because I want to see. I I'm not gonna probably play One Piece because I, I never I never watched the show other than clips. But it makes me wonder like what the SCRs would look like and the oh the man, and Digimon, so, they killed in the Digimon. Yeah, because like that's one thing I love about the Digimon is like. They've used, yeah, sure, there's a million Greymons, but, like, all of their art's so nice, and it's so varied. There's it's like, a whole different production team. It's crazy. All the art is so killer, and, like, just that. Like, it's the one game where I'm like, dang, if I wasn't such a hardcore, like, gamer, I would just, I would buy these cards and just throw them in a binder. Throw them in a binder. Because they, they look so pretty. <laughs> yeah, they, I know, the artwork I know a ton of, I know a ton of people that are like, oh, I just have, I'm just trying to collect every single card, yeah. and I'm just like, more power to you, because honestly... Like being such a hardcore player brain, I'm like I can't do it. I gotta play decks. I gotta I could, play. I gotta I do things. You for that for for doing that because um, I, you know what's so funny. It's just no excuse. It's all about how you make your time. But I put so much energy into when I once I joined Team Race, I put so much energy into Dragon Ball only mm-hmm. and only Dragon Ball. Not that I not that I don't want to, but I love it a lot. Yeah. But then I enjoy playing Digimon for the nostalgia. But once that nostalgia dies off, yeah. If you're no longer like, oh, you know, like, are you really gonna care in set nine when we're doing all the armor Digimons and you're not really that attached to like Magnamon? No, exactly. No, no, no. And don't get me wrong, I played Cyber Sleuth, so that that game there, I, you you fall in love with everything, all the Digimon stuff. And it was it was so funny because when me and uh, Ray was playing Digimon, uh, Ray's a teammate by the way, uh, when we was playing Digimon at the time for fun. I was also playing Cyber Sleuth, so I was actually leaving my house angry because of everything that was going on in Cyber Sleuth, and then going to go play Test Digimon at the shop. Like you were just enveloped, you were like there. I feel like I was in that realm. I was like, man, I'm like, this is a weird crossover. And then of course you go do Dragon Ball, and you're like, wow, there's two universes. Attention, real estate investors. Have you sold properties using seller financing? Call Sal. Do you collect monthly payments from a mortgage note but want a lump sum cash offer? Call Sal. Do you have a rent-to-own property but want to cash out? Call Sal. We pay cash today for your cash flow assets. If you would like a lump sum offer on your asset, please call Sal. We can present a same-day offer so you can get cash in your hands as quickly as possible. Call Sal at M5X Mortgage Note Solutions now. 619-922-0176. 619-922-0176. Corey DLG here of Nerd Thug Radio. Wanted to let you guys know about Dragon's Lair, Houston North. Right there at 21151 State Highway 249. Houston, Texas, 77070. The Dragon's Lair has got a full range of comics and games as well as comics, graphic novels, manga, and one of Houston's largest selections of board, card, and miniature gaming. That's Dragon's Lair right there at 249 in Luetta Road. Come hang out. Let them know Nerd Thug Radio sent you. Because, you know, it's funny. Digimon is low-key part of my life. I have I, I wake up. I have my War Greymon figurine on a shelf. Yeah. I, I love War, I love War Greymon because he's like the OG. I have a Goonie Mind Burning Greymon because that, that's more part of my childhood, third grade, fourth grade, watching that whole season right yeah so um, yeah because like and like it's funny that you mentioned that because like it's such a big part of my childhood too that i didn't i didn't really notice until i got a little bit older yeah. but like because like that's all i played on like what did i what games did i play on my playstation dynasty warriors 
Digimon World and uh, the Budokai Tenkaichi games. Like that was that was that was me. That was what I yeah no. Do you still do that? Yeah, I mean I still play from time to time. But like that's like that's my childhood. That's what I grew up. Oh yeah, yeah. watching the watching the Digimon episodes on VHS, catching Dragon Ball on like Toonami and stuff. Like it was such a like such an integral part of like who I was as a kid. And now that I'm older, and I'm like, ooh, look at all these games of things that I love. No, it's a weird. I, I always tell people this. Cause you know, I started watching Gurren Login. I'm, uh, I, oh. saw, I saw episode one. Um, I'll tell you this because I, I did the research on ep- the the first episode. It mm-hmm. came out in 2007, and I would tell you this, just to get very animated and emotional. It was so beautiful to watch the first episode because, for some reason, I got emotional watching it because it was that that nostalgia of the mid 2000s started to hit me from left to right because anime was such a different thing back then right than it was now like it like it, it i grew up on gundam Seed destiny gundam Seed and gundam Seed destiny right mm-hmm. which yep. everyone you know knows kiriyama or whatever but it was in lelouch in close code Ge- geats and stuff so that was that was that era yeah that 2000 2006 2007 early 2000 i'm like wow and then you would think that gurren logging came out in the early 2010s or something, because it gave me that Killer Kill vibe, with, it, with the the artwork and stuff. It, same well, it, same it, studio. Oh, was it the same studio? Well, um, that was done by Gainax was still around back then. Uh, a lot of those people left and then made Trigger, which made Killer Kill. Oh, I heard about Trigger. Okay, yeah. that see that. So was Girl logging on on Toonami or was it on Cartoon Network or was it just like? A, uh, I think it aired on Toonami. I could be wrong about that, but it was. Yeah, but Girl Logging's like one of my. Probably like favorite anime of all time. <laughs> really, it's it's incredible. I mean, I have I I play the White Schwartz and I have that deck almost like max rarityed out because I was like, oh, I'm still expensive, huh? Oh, you can't even find like you could you wouldn't even be able to buy it if you wanted to. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I was I that's somebody goes, uh, you know, what's your favorite anime? I saw the Dragon Ball, right? And I tell them all the time, it took I mean, it takes years for you to find this, but it, it was it was the Gundam Seed Destiny because I mean, Gundam Seed Destiny was. What's that? You know, someone even say if ever did a white sports for Gundam Seed, I would probably learn how to play white sports because I love Gundam Seed. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, that first episode was very um, the voice actors. I felt like their talent was ahead of their time. Oh heck like, yeah! I, that I, is a, I, I was I, amazed with the voice act. I was like, whoa, this sounds like this is recent. Uh, that dub is awesome. <laughs> it it I, was good. It was good. <laughs> did you, and I, you know what? I would sometimes do this with Kill a Kill. Um, and I did this with the first episode with Gurren, is that I would go back and forth with audio, uh, with a sub and dub mm-hmm. just to hear their voices from an actor's perspective, just to hear their creativity, mm-hmm. uh, the creative performance yeah. in a sense, right? And then process it in my brain, go, okay, wow, there's so many different emotions that these actors, both Japanese and American ones, are doing to present, th- to present this. Mm-hmm. But they did a great like I don't know, I almost the English the English dub for Gurren Lagann absolutely slaps. They I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. I I think in the early 2010s, even some of the the, the recent animes that came out, I feel like some of the English dub was rushed in some ways. Oh, I feel um, like there's such a people want it so fast. They want it so fast, and where I mean, I, I there's an anime. I think I told you this before. It's called Chrono Crusade, mm-hmm. uh, which it came out in 2006. It ran for 23 episodes. Chris Aries, R.I.P. Who had the pr- pleasure of, of crossing paths with a few times, um, him and his brother uh, Greg Aries and Brittany Nakowski, who played Miggy in Parasite. Um, mm-hmm. I know those guys. Um, they were in Chrono Crusade. Chrono Crusade 
if you Google it, it came out in 06. This is an old anime. It gave me Gurren Logan creativity story and the energy they presented in that in that show gave me that same middle school anime fanboy energy that I had when I was watching Chrono Crusade. You know, I'm I'm, I'm serious. It, it, it's I, I'm on episode one, and I'm I'm patiently watching because I got to watch Gundam Thunderbolt, which is really good. Oh, incredible! Love, one of my favorite. Thunderbolt things. was one of my favorite films. And watching it at night Oof. is differently hit different. Eleven o'clock between eleven dark room, dark room. Put it on, it on TV. Get in there. You hear the you hear the obnoxiously loud jazz, jazz, and it's like dan da dan da dan da but oh my god. But but in that so with girl logging, it would be like a. You're logging. I have, I watch anime night at different times. Like I, if I watch Attack on Titan, it's gonna be at late at night. I watch, I will watch live Japanese bands at night. Like um like Blue, I think it's called Bluebird, the girl who sung who does the opening for Naruto Shippuden, mm-hmm. uh, Attack on Titan. But Girl Logging though, it's it's this uh the mute the soundtrack in that, the soundtrack in that show incredible. But then listen to it live on YouTube at night. The orchestra, and this is 2008, 2009, 2010, orchestra symphony of Gary Thirteen from episode one. 15 years ago at this point. From episode one. So good. And, and, and guess who else does it? Chrono Crusade, the same thing. They have the, the same. Oh, my. Please. I and mean, I have to have you back on once you finish Gary Logan. Oh, oh, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I die to talk about this show. It's my favorite I would do that. thing ever. I would do that. Because I, I, I'm amazed with how... Like I said, I, I can't go into it all in because I'm, I'm on episode one. But people are like, "Oh, we did get to episode two, we did get to episode three. and it's like, and I, I made a post on Facebook saying, "Oh, guys, anime family, because you, you go anime family, everyone goes, huh, huh, huh. like, like let's unite, and everyone unites when you when you watch stuff like that. But uh, they're so funny because the animation does remind me of the Brawly movie, the, the Shatani style, mm-hmm. a little bit, giving that Shatani style. I, I can see Shatani's artwork. Our style of Goku and Gurren you going, hey, how's it going? Like you, you see it for a minute, and you're like, hey, look at that, I know this guy. <laughs> I can actually see this in there, but no, they did good. I, I'm hoping to watch. Um, people are slowly coming out now and saying, oh, I watch anime, but I think, I think, I think a pandemic is a big deal because people got so bored and they're like, I think I'm watch anime now. But it's crazy. A lot of people don't even watch anime. People. I know people. I met people, which I don't judge no one. You won't be on Instagram all day. Yeah. St- but um, when people was just gonna be on Instagram all day, Facebook all day, just watching YouTube videos all day, people will literally watch YouTube videos all day. But there's something about getting your headphones, getting your laptop, and watching an anime that's on Netflix, and that's the crazy thing. I think we take Netflix for granted. They out here really have an anime that been out 15. 16 years ago. I mean, 20 people, years ago. They're trying to do. I saw. I read an article that they're trying to get Gundam Double O on on Netflix. You I know? mean, oh, they have the they have the original trio movies. They yeah. have uh, Shars Counterattack. Oh, really? Yeah. So they have like a bunch of the old Gundam stuff too. So I'm like, hopefully, surely we'll get there eventually. They did the uh, the Mafty movie. I forget what it's called. 105. Uh, it's, it's such a it's such a great movie, but. Man, is it made for fans? Because if you don't know what's going on, you're like, who are these people? Why are they relevant? It's I I haven't seen because I haven't seen the OG Gundam RX seventy eight, um, but people are saying that it is good to go back to watch the OG one. And I get it, Amaro the new suit, but um, that I don't know, man. I ain't gonna lie, that Gundam Thunderbolt was just oh, it's incredible. Gundam Thunderbolt, was... Gundam Thunderbolt. I I always I talk about this with my friend a lot. 
is probably the best thing in like the universe century in terms of like getting all of Gundam like condensed into something like where it like perfectly represents everything yeah. they're talking about because it's like conflict, relationships, politics, people, people, politics, death, life, death injury, life. war, like everything all yeah. in this two movies and there's they gonna be had, a third one that's coming out soon so. I, I, so the first one i saw was uh i saw the first one because it's midnight sky the second one's called bandit flower and we haven't we don't know what the okay third i need to watch bandit bandit flower was the one i don't want to spoil it but bandit flower was the uh, one. it's he's got the new he's got the new suit uh the atlas it's a uh, yellow and gray the first was when they kidnapped that one mm-hmm. pilot, right? Yeah. And they beat him up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm good. Make sure. That was Midnight, Midnight Sky. Okay. Midnight Sky. Yeah, Bandit. Bandit. I need to watch that one. Play it. It's, it's incredible. The soundtrack's incredible. The soundtrack's incredible. And it's seeing how people were. There's just so much. Like, it feels like there's so much humanity in it. It felt weird. Real. real. Yeah. It felt real. I mean, the, the like you were watching something happen. <laughs> the way people died in that sh- in that movie was like, oh shoot! Like it was. I won't spoil it, but it was. It's intense. Seeing how they they it's had no so... shame, pulling out the strap and going, "Hey, pop, pop!" Like, yeah, kill, <laughs> it's, it's war. People kill each other. It's brutal and it's you know scary because like these are people. <laughs> it it and gives you, and you, you you see the repercussions on both sides because yeah. Like, it's it's just tough. It's the it's one of the best anime. People movies. were you know, and I'm not saying this to be biased. It because I know Gundam Seed Destiny had more about politics, more where Gundam Double O was was pure action mm-hmm. and just trying to own space. From from what I remember, where Thunderbolt was really saying, "Look, we come from this side of this country." This other side of this country, you know, it's in space saying, oh, let's, let's get these people over here. Yeah. But the fact that they, they're going out their way to enhance stuff and upgrade stuff. and <laughs> Yeah. The living, the living, I love the, they're, they're called the living dead division because they're, they're a bunch of like amputees and like injured people. Injured people. And they getting bullied by like successful. Yeah. Political people. That's like, look, we're going to be some jerks and just try to get, take your stuff away. Exactly. Cause we're invincible. You're not. You have we have we have the Gundam. There's, you have, there's we have a reason, Gundam. There's you have a, a disability. Reason, there's a reason they called it the White Devil because it was literally like it was your demise. People saw it and they're like, "We're dead." Like that's it. It's so far but ahead that of all. Pilot the though, man. Daryl, Eo Fleming, they're all Daryl incredible. It, dude, he you know he remind me of and this gonna sound stupid. He, his his pilot skills, like the way he operated, mm-hmm. reminded me. I won't of, say Kira Yamano because Kira doesn't kill, but it reminded me of Kira. In the first Gundam C, like the way he operated the pilot, like the way the the pilot the Gundam moved, mm-hmm. gave me that Kira style. But the brutalness that he did, that Fleming did, was from it gave me the concept of Gundam Barbados. It gave me that that yeah, like the way he he's was gonna he's gonna kill, kill you. Him. Yeah, he's, he's gonna just, kill you. It's not it's not. Oh, I'm here to let me let me shoot your engine out. Yeah, and let me, I'm make not gonna sure. incapacitate you. He's like, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going by trying the hardest but to he was kill you. Tough. Like that dude, was strong. He's like, losing it, and I I loved when he gets he gets absolutely thrashed at the but end. But homeboy had to go out his way just to embody, and that's reminded me of Gundam Exia, the Exia Gundam. Like he had the Trans Am, he had to be part of that. Yeah, that embodiment. Like where where I know in Seed and Destiny, they they have their, their the Berserker Seed, where they're getting you know their 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 intelligence and their they become more in, embodied with the Gundam and stuff, but. I need to watch that next one because, um, oh man, I, it's and that and that one's such a great duality compared, like compared to the first one, because it really shows you like how strange the world really works. It's a great, yeah. 
It's two fantastic movies. Please watch uh, Gundam, Thunderbolt, Midnight Sky, and Bandit Flower. They are both well worth your time. <laughs> and so far, I looked up the, uh, the the figurines, like the the prices for the figurines. I have the uh, I have the Psycho Zaku built. I actually made it. How, how, oh, was it long to build? To oh yeah, it took me like three hours. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. I want they 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 they're announced the. I think the mix called the Megaplex Strike Freedom. Mm-hmm. It's like a giant. And I'm like, uh, I want it. Isn't it like two feet tall? So bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay because I have an I have an old 25. Well, it was it was 60 back in the day. It's old. But I bought it for 25 bucks. It was already built. The Strike Freedom one, but that that Gunplex one, they always. It's just beautiful. It's, it's well, it's like just the engineering on those is so crazy. My uh, my cousin's super into gunplay. He builds he builds a lot more than I do. I haven't built one in years, but like in gunplay's a whole. It's a whole. It's a whole hobby in and of itself. It's a whole religion. Like that's a whole YouTube fan base. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I watch them also because I'm just like I'm just so enamored with it because like there's so many people that are like here's all my stuff that I haven't built and then it's like well, what do you have you built and it's just hundreds more and you're like oh my god. It's like oh hey you wanna you wanna try something out real quick and. And see if it works. It's like Lego on crack. But I have a, I'm so lazy because I I'm so lazy because I, I I have the Gundam mobile suit and action figurines. They come built with different. You just change their face. You change their hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I call them the Gundam SH figure arts. That's kind of what they are. You're talking about the universe figures. Those are new. I'm talking about the ones from back in the day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah, about. The, it was called MIA mobile. Wait, mobile suit. Yeah, MSIA. Basically, it was a Gundam build. And you can change his hands, and that's it. And you can it's just, just it. It's just an action figure. It's what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's what it was. And yeah, and um, I have to see Destiny completion of that. And then I've started. I did buy and sell some Gundam Waves, but I'm start slowly starting up my Gundam Waves. I have the Freedom one, and that they did a great job making that because I'm waiting for the Strike Freedom to come out. It's excuse it's, me. It's sick. It, it's so the cool. Gundam Waves are nice though. They're super nice. They look really good. They don't look. Um, I mean, is it Bandai Japan is making it? It's not Bandai America. No, I, mean, I think I don't think Bandai America has had anything in Gundam in a long time. Early two thousands. Yeah, like but, but oh, they did oh, a great I, job. I saw, I saw true. Uh, the universe figures, which are new, they came out like the two or three years ago. They the, started doing them. The one, wait, the ones that were. Yeah, the Gundam waves, the um, the, the series, right? Yeah, universe. It's a uh, Gundam universe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bandai America did that? Uh, well, I don't know if they did it, but they're importing them over to... Uh, they're actually, like, available on store shelves. Who would have thought that people still like Gundam <laughs> yeah, well, 30 years they, later? Barbados. I, I had Barbados and Burning when I sold they're them. They're nice. They they're look, cool. They, they upgrade. It's like Dragon Stars. Dragon Stars look a little bit more better in figurines now than they did. Kind of funny to see that. And, and it's funny because I didn't think people... I think people were still hopping on anime. Like unless when, when Demon Slayer came out, we talked about Demon Slayer. Yeah, we everybody was on Goku's keychain, the jacket, the shirt, and these are just people that were just saying, "Oh, we like Demon Slayer," because the show came out. Well, think like all the all the kids that watched Naruto when they were like ten, are like. Oh. I see a lot of gener- new generation with those shirts and stuff. Yeah, they're wearing like or like the Akatsuki like symbol. Like I see it all the time. You see it on every every Instagram car video has a little Akatsuki cloud on it now. I you every yeah and <laughs> like tell me I'm wrong yeah yeah no you're right <laughs> I've seen YouTubers too because there's a YouTuber I watch he talks about relationships and stuff uh he, he's a one of those uh guys who like to just he he trolls a lot but mm-hmm. he was the Super Saiyan Goku, uh, Rose Goku to power up and then as an introduction and then but of course there's the YouTube content creators have like a Dragon Ball figurine in the background or uh, Gundam or you see there's a random Gundam helmet. Yeah, in like the in the back. back. Like what? Like you just—it's such—it's such an all-encompassing thing. It's just cool to see that, like, 
it's finally getting like not the recognition it deserves is like it existed forever but like i guess acceptance and like cool that it's growing and that we can all agree that these shows are good and that we should be they're they're worth your time to just watch them i feel like it's good to pick them up now um it's good to pick them up now and then still uh collect them because my thing is because i buying a gundam from 2000s even though i back in the day i got it for 25 bucks it cost me like sixty dollars, seventy dollars from Japan, mm-hmm. right, to get it, right. And the guy was dope. He shipped it like fast paced delivery. I mean, it's a brand new strike free. I sold my old strike free and bought me a new one because the other one had paint falling off it. Yeah. So I bought me a new one because I'm I'm picky. It's it's the strike freedom. It's my baby. Yeah. But um, seeing how you can look at a figurine from the early two thousands, mm-hmm. it's going to have its fan base for that, and that's something I have to accept. That you can go into somewhere when you see a, a Gundam toy on eBay and it's hundred percent buyer and all that or hundred percent seller and stuff and say is or like stock. one our last one or whatever it is. I'm like, who is buying these? Like, well that's that, that was me Digimon figure hunting back when Digimon figures were non existent. I have a transforming uh Gargomon because it's my they're, favorite it's oh, my favorite so, Digimon. They're so expensive. And it's like trying to find them it's like it's like pulling teeth. It's impossible. Because no one, no one wants to get rid of them because they love them. <laughs> and it was like back in the, the the um the Kmart Walmart days and and uh, the it's like when they used to do Yu Gi Oh figures. Those were really cool back in the day. I have an Exodia. That's that's my like prized possession. I sold it, but I used to have. I had a couple Yu Gi Oh figures. Cause I was so into Yu Gi Oh at the time, but um, I used to have um, uh, what was it called? Cypher Sky Dragon. And it came with the Yami Yugi with the dual disc. This is the American version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before I sold it, I had a Yu-Gi-Oh statue. Because I'm not going to lie. Hey, guys. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio letting you guys know about Dragon's Lair's gaming schedule. Every Monday, they've got Magic the Gathering Commander going on. And on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, they have Dungeons and Dragons. That's what I get down on. Uh, Warhammer on Fridays as well as Friday Night Magic. Every Friday as well as monthly tournaments. Dragon's Lairs, where nerds go to get their game on, right there at Luetta and 249. 211-51 State Highway, 249, Houston, Texas, 77070. Yami Yugi is still, like, the guy. Like, you have to think about it. You, you know, people say, oh, I quit Yu-Gi-Oh for Dragon Ball and stuff. But you look at Yami Yugi, a Tim, the Pharaoh, mm-hmm. the dude is so... He's, like, he's an icon. He's an icon. Iconic. He's so cold, and to this, and I actually thought about ordering me another Yami Yugi figurine just because you were like, he's so cool, bro. He, I mean, the dude is cold. Like I don't see pictures of him with fan art where he look exactly like an animator from the who draws it. Like yeah, I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh no more, but you can't say I tell me screw you know I tell me the, nothing. The most swag you've ever seen in your whole the damn life was Alpha way before we even knew what that word meant. Like, yeah, he, like this guy was out here destroying people, mind crushing Kaiba. Beating up children. <laughs> beating up children, bro. He did beat up kids. <laughs> bro, punch. We about a 5,000-year-old man punching a 14-year-old boy saying, yo, where my homeboy at? Remember when he killed Weevil? <laughs> that was crazy. Man, that, that still Ori Conklin's arc was still... Like, I tell people all the time, like, you you know, it, people that... People that that try to cap and, and, and say stuff like, oh, I don't play no more. Like, you got to get proud. You, that man gave us a childhood. Uh, Tim gave us a childhood. And it's funny because you see the difference because I love Dual Monsters as much as the next guy, but I'm such a GX kid. Like GX I had, hit differently. I, I had to buy it. Like I, I, I unironically, I was talking with some of my friends and I was like, man, ska music and like that like pop 
like punkish kind of rock and roll like flavor. It's like, like da, 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 da. yeah, yeah, completely dictates, Different. completely dictates my life because that's all of Digimon. That's all of yeah. GX. Like, yeah. I'm like, this music really is everything I listen to. It, it, but you know what? I I remember the first episode of GX and. Like when I'm he like, when he runs into to Yugi, Yugi, and everyone's and like, gets, "Oh, that's Yami." I'm like, "No, sir, that's Yugi. It's Yugi." That's, and he gives him the winged Karibo because that's his boy. That's ain't that crazy though? Because he's saying, "But you know, it's funny though." It you saw the sub version, right? The yeah. Sub, like I love when the graduation when Jaden goes into the into the um the, the graduation room and you see you it's, it's Yugi. Yeah. But he's his, you know he's embodied Yami's physique, hair, other than the stripes. Yeah. And uh, seeing how it was older Yugi ten years later, reincarnate over here looking like Yami. And Yugi goes, "All right, I'm gonna send you back to the past." Like, wait, he has that power? He sent him back to the past to fight younger version of him, and just so and he even go in the sub. He goes, "I feel like I met you before." You're right, but this was like Alpha twenty seven year old Yugi Moto. I tell him's been dead for like almost ten years already, and he goes in. He was like, "You passed the test. I'm a senior." Jane was like, "Oh snap! Like where I'm at." But it, but that just shows how cold Yugi was at prime. Like he was a teenager when I tell him went back. Even in the, in the dimension, what was it called? Uh, Dark Side Dimensions. Yep. It, it, it was amazing. And it's so funny because Tim has no idea who he is in GX, yeah. the crossover. He's like, Sync- and, uh, but 5Ds was cool. Uh, when uh, It's it's funny because, like, that was, so GX is my Yu-Gi-Oh! And then my friends are like, oh, no, 5Ds was my Yu-Gi-Oh! And it's just funny that, like, Shoot. we got, like, three generations of, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> when, uh, when you say, go, Synchro Summon! And Jay, and uh, when Yugi was like, Oyami goes, Synchro, what? And Jay Synchro was like, oh, this is cool. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, this is exciting. It's but like, like how he had his hands in, he was just like, Synchro, what? Like, he is processed. I, like, I love crossovers like that when they showed him. Even though, I ain't gonna lie, Jay and Yugi stole this, the movie. He was a star of the movie. I love it. That boy Yusei goes, John Gardner. Hey, it's all good. Defusion. And then they, they set like two cars face down that they never activated. Whatever, and it doesn't matter. He's yeah, they got brave Neos carrying everybody around here. Bro, <laughs> he was. He just took no damage. And then uh, he did the um, he did uh, was it um uh, when uh they when they boost up Stardust Dragon because of course you say it's kind of like the main character of that era. I like how they all the the way the animation did it. You give you double up the the, dra- the cards attack points right, mm-hmm. and then you attack. But for some reason, Dark Magician and Neos just flew up in the air and they had all of them go. Dark Magician was like, Yugi goes, go, Dark Magician. I'm like, wait, he's not attacking. Is not, this is not how this works, guys. Stardust start attacking. And it had like this whole cinematic look. Go! And it was like, Cosmic. And he named the attack Cosmic Wave. I'm like, did y'all all just read the script and go, let's call it Cosmic Wave. Okay, Cosmic Wave. It was, it was, it was very Hollywood-ish. It, I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh is something... Also, that just like hits so hard, hits so different. That berserk thing was good though. Berserker soul? The per- no, the the what was it like monster card? Yeah, though? berserker soul. Oh, that's what, boy. That oh, it's, it's called Passion of a Duelist. That's what the the song is called. It's like dun, 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 yeah, man, you got me nostalgia, bro. But uh, he was just so angry, man. He was he was he was just so speaking angry. speaking of card games. We will see you guys there at Card Fest. This has been a wonderful episode. I really yes. appreciate having you back, Evan. Uh, gonna gonna have you back again so soon. Uh, next I could finish watching more of Garen Logan in at the car as I come back next week. Or ooh, something. ooh, we'll yeah, talk yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. We'll do the recap. We'll have uh, we'll have him back on, and we're gonna have a great time. I appreciate all of you guys listening. Peace and see you later.